Hello and welcome back to my podcast. My name is Rose Romandi and I'm really happy to be here again with you. I was studying the book of Proverbs and um, I just saw something that I thought, oh my goodness, this is going to be a perfect fit or perfect connection to the previous podcast. In the previous podcast episode of my podcast, we talked about um, the, you know, the desire that brings life or the desire that brings death. And when I was studying the book of Proverbs today, then I got I came across this verse and I ended up like studying all the words in the book of Proverbs, the words around this verse. Um, and and I just saw something that I thought is going to be a blessing uh, for you. So, um, you know, if you go to Proverbs chapter 10, verse 24, it says the fear of the if, if fear of the wicked will come upon him and the desire of the righteous will be granted. Now, we all want our desire to be granted, right? Even Jesus talked about it. Jesus said that, you know, whatever you desire, it will be given to you. It will be given to you and now what kind of desire it is like that puzzled me for a long time and it's still sometimes I'm like okay like what is this desire that we are talking about that Jesus said like what whatever you desire and you ask him in the prayer it will be given to you so in the past few days, actually, I spent some time and I just studied this word desire and went to different verses and came. And especially today, when I got to this verse, all of a sudden things started opening up for me. So now, let me, before we move, let's just focus on the word desire here. And then we can understand like um, all the stuff that Jesus said about the desire will be answered. And even this verse it will be uh, will be basically um, clear for all of us. So here says that uh, the the desire of the righteous will be granted. When I looked up the word desire, I realized that the desire has a direct relation uh, with uh, basically uh, with uh, hungry. So it's a desire that someone has for food that's the meaning okay so if you go say the verses that this word is used you realize that okay it's referring to a desire that you have for food okay so you know that uh, you know feeling of hungry or a desire that you want to eat something so now here says the desire of the righteous will be granted so righteous is the person who is hungry and has a desire for food and here says that the desire of the uh, this the desire of this person or this righteous righteous person will be granted so now we know if you're hungry and you have a desire for food what's going to be um, your you know what's going to be that reward what are you going to get all right so you're going to get that food so the food is what is granted to you because you had a desire for it right so here says therefore that if here says that the desire of the righteous will be granted then therefore it says okay the righteous will be full the righteous will feed the righteous will have food to eat upon okay so now we are in like proverbs chapter 10 now i'm going to take you to proverbs chapter 13 and let's take a look at verse 2 and it's amazing it says um okay you know before i show you that verse i have to 
go back to Proverbs chapter 10 and show you something else because uh, the connection to chapter 13 comes right after this verse here in chapter 10. So right here in verse, in verse 24, we see that it says that the desire of the righteous will be granted. But if you go a few verses after, you know, just, just a few verses later, then it says, verse, uh, verse 31 says, the mouth of the righteous brings forth wisdom. Do you see the mouth of the righteous brings forth wisdom? So all of a sudden, the desire of the righteous, it's linked to the mouth of the righteous that brings forth wisdom. Now, let, let me finish the verse. It says the but the perverse tongue will be cut out. The next verse says the lips of the righteous know what is acceptable. So so now the writer of the Proverbs from the from the place that it says the desire of the righteous will be granted, it gets to a point, it says the mouth of the righteous will bring forth wisdom. So now keep that in mind. And if we go to Proverbs chapter 13, uh, verse 2 says, A man shall eat well by the fruit of his mouth. Okay, let me read it again. A man shall eat well by the fruit of his mouth. Wow. It says a man shall eat by the fruit of his own, uh, his own mouth. So that means the words that you are speaking becomes the food to you that you eat it. So now did you pay attention here? It says the man shall eat well. But when we were in Proverbs chapter 11, it didn't say a man. It says the righteous, right? The mouth of a righteous brings forth wisdom so therefore the man that is talking here in proverbs chapter 13 is talking about the righteous let me read it this way a righteous man shall eat well by the fruit of his mouth so now let's just keep this just put all those things together it's amazing it says the righteous has a desire what was the desire? As we talked about it, the desire is desire to eat. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the righteous has a desire to eat. And then here in this verse says, this righteous shall eat the fruit of his own mouth. And now, so, so what are we seeing here? Therefore, it says, okay, if as a righteous person, there is a time that you have a desire, your desire is to eat something. And then this desire will be granted to you when you actually eat what you desired. What are you going to eat? What you eat is the fruit of your mouth. I like it. So do you see? It's the fruit of your mouth. That means your words become that food that you're going to eat. And I was actually, uh, you know, Masud and I, we were both studying the book of Proverbs and, you know, when I was sharing this with him, I told him, you know, the interesting part is uh, that you got to eat your own fruit. You got to eat, as there is a verse, it says, eat from the, from, eat from your own cistern, eat from your own garden. Okay. So now here it says, eat from your own, like your own words, your own, own words becomes that fruit. You may be able to eat from somebody else's fruit and somebody else's fruit. But as long as those people are around you, maybe you will be able to eat from it. But that's not the real life we are talking here. We are talking about the life that is constant. And that means it has to be a change and shift 
into our talking and into our words that those words that we are eating will actually give us life. Let me take you to verse 12 in Proverbs chapter 13. It says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. Did you just see what happened? Okay, so the desire comes as a tree of life. And what happened? The moment you see the word tree of life, you've got to remember what happened in Genesis. And in, the, in Genesis, there was a tree and there was another tree. And then God told them, don't eat this one. Don't eat from the other one. Do you see? Eat, eat. Don't eat from this one and eat from basically the other one. That's if God said, don't eat from this one. That means God desired them to eat from the tree of life. So this story is a story of eating right from the beginning. But here in Proverbs, we are saying that this eating is actually eating the words, some kind of a word. And that word is not eating some words off of someone else's tree, the words from your own uh, from your own mouth. Now, so going back to verse two in Proverbs chapter three. Now, let let me finish. Uh, finish verse two. It says, "But the soul of the unfaithful feeds on violence." Okay. So therefore, the righteous man is feeding his soul by the word of his mouth. All right. So now it says the unfaithful feeds on violence. That means the words that the unfaithful is speaking, it's um, it's not the faithful word of the Lord. Right. Now, let me read verse three for you. He who guards his mouth preserves his life, but he who opens wide his lips shall have destruction. Okay, so now let's just move on. So do you see it's talking about mouth, mouth. It says, okay, you know, the righteous man, there's a time that the righteous is going to eat from the word of his own mouth. But there is a time that the righteous is going to guard his mouth so that corrupt word of violence doesn't come out of his mouth. Because the moment it comes out of his mouth, that means he just ate it, right? So now here says that, therefore, the righteous person guards his mouth um, from violence or whatever to preserve his life. Now look at verse 4, and that's where it gets really interesting. Verse 4 says, the soul of a lazy man desires and has nothing. Wow. So here we have the comparison between two men. One is called righteous. Another is called unfaithful. And there is another name for this unfaithful person. And it is called lazy. So you see this word lazy. I started studying this word lazy and things started opening up. And right after I finish this, I'm going to jump back to my Bible and continue reading a few verses on, on, the word, on the word lazy here in the book of Proverbs. But it's very interesting because now it's associating this word lazy to someone who is unfaithful. But now it says the soul of a lazy man desires and has nothing. It says, okay, so the lazy man has a soul and the soul desires for food, but the mouth doesn't have food to provide for the soul. And that is called lazy man. A man that is not bringing forth, as we read in Proverbs chapter 10, right? The mouth of a righteous brings forth wisdom. 
So a man that doesn't bring forth wisdom in, from his own words in, in his own mouth is a man that doesn't provide food for the soul. And that means this man was kind of lazy to produce this fruit. All right. So the words of your mouth, they are the fruit that you eat and have life. Okay. Now here says that a lazy man is someone who doesn't really sow the seed somehow to come to a place that the fruit is produced out of that seed so that that fruit can be given to the soul. And let me just remove metaphor here and just speak plainly. A lazy man is the someone who is not um, listening, first of all, to, this, to, to the words of wisdom, to the truth, to sow that word into his in, in heart so that eventually his mouth will bring forth that words of wisdom knowledge understanding and the truth of god what happens then then the soul stays hungry because the soul desires but the mouth doesn't f- provide the food for the soul so now verse 4 says but the soul of the diligent shall be made rich so now we see here another name for the righteous is called the word diligent so now the interesting part here is that it says okay let me show you um let me take you to um so uh you know lazy man okay let me take you back to proverbs chapter 10 so what do we see here therefore we see that your own mouth becomes the place that you feed your soul and if you if you if in the words of your mouth has wisdom and understanding of god that's when you realize that okay we are um, feeding our soul now the interesting part is the another translation for the word lazy is the word sluggish okay it's translated as sluggish in different places in the book of psalms now when i realized when i looked at the word sluggish all of a sudden i remember hebrews chapter 5 and hebrews chapter 10 even though these two words are two different words i mean like one is written in hebrew another in greek but translated the same and that could really like trigger something here for us because whoever wrote the book of hebrews probably read proverbs and somehow borrowed apparently the word sluggish from the book of proverbs for example let's go to hebrews chapter 6 what do we see here it says uh, verse 12 says that you do not become sluggish but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promise so now if you look at this word sluggish this word is used in one more place in the whole new testament and that's in hebrews chapter 5 hebrews chapter 5 says of whom we have much to say and hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing the word dull here is the word sluggish same word so you have become sluggish of hearing now replace that word sluggish with the word lazy you have become lazy of hearing so now 
Back in Proverbs, Proverbs told us the lazy man is someone who doesn't bring forth the fruit in his mouth in order to feed the soul. Okay, so now here says you have become lazy of hearing. Why? Because if you study the book of Proverbs and you go through the book of Proverbs, you realize that um, he who listens is wise. Okay, not he who has wisdom. So there are many verses which I want to cut this episode short and I trust you do your own study that when you start to realize okay, what is wisdom, you realize the man who listens is the man who is wise. Not the man who has wisdom, because usually if you have if you have like money, you are rich, right? Um, if you have, um, uh, I don't know, a car, then you have a car, right? So, but when it says, okay, you are, you are wise, you, um, we automatically think that, okay, you have, you have wisdom. But the proverb says, no, wise is someone who actually listens. So what do we have here? It says, all right, we have two groups of people. One person, one group is the righteous. Who is the righteous person? The righteous person who has, actually, I brought you to uh, Proverbs 10 to show you this, because instead of me trying to Say it, let me read it here for you. Um, I read verse 24 for you. Now verse 23 in Proverbs says, To do evil is like a sport to a fool, but a man of understanding has wisdom. So man of understanding is that righteous man. So what do we see here? We have two groups of people. We have one that has right uh, understanding and wisdom and is called righteous person. The other one doesn't have understanding and wisdom. The one who has understanding and wisdom, the reason this person has understanding and uh, wisdom because he inclined his ear to wisdom, to words of knowledge, to now make it simple, to the truth, to the word of God. And as you incline your ear and hear the word of God and truth through the spirit carefully, and letting those words to sink down into your heart, that's when a desire is conceived. So the words of knowledge and understanding and wisdom that causes, that conceives a desire into or plants that seed of desire into your heart. Then after, you know, you keep watering it, you take care of it, you keep meditating. How do you water the word that is planted in your heart? You meditate on it. You meditate day and night on the, you know, law of the Lord, as it says in Psalm chapter one, and you shall become like a tree. Why? Because you were in the tree first. Remember Genesis, God said, let us make tree, but then he didn't create trees. He created the seeds that later became trees so now that seed of the desire is in your heart so now you keep that you you keep watering it by the meditation and then it got gets to a point that seed that you planted all of a sudden it starts bearing fruit how does it bear fruit when it comes out of your mouth if you remember jesus said out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks i'm not talking about the times that you just talk and talk and there's no root in your heart and there's no, you know, there's no, um, let me just say, it, belief in there. 
I'm talking about the word that comes out of that root and seed that was once in your heart and you meditated long enough and it got to a point that it became so obvious for you and so clear and that's when you start talking about it. Not because you try to make yourself believe by talking about it, because you actually believe that's why you are talking about it. And that word you are speaking becomes the food to the soul. But who is the lazy man? The lazy man is the man who doesn't hear, is lazy in hearing the words of wisdom and understanding. The lazy man or sluggish man is the man who doesn't meditate in order to plant that desire into his heart. So the lazy man is the man who doesn't sow the word of God into his heart. The man, the lazy man and the sluggish man is the one who eventually doesn't bring forth fruit for his own soul. So do you see that we are trying, like when it comes to the Bible and when it comes to the word of God and, you know, all those amazing stuff we are reading in the Bible, the question that all of a sudden we have is <clears throat> how am I going to have this? What can I do? And then you realize that, you, okay, then you try to do things. Because in Adam, we learned to do things. But when you come to Christ, you realize that the story of us, in order to overcome everything, is that we get up, in, we rise up into another consciousness and knowledge and understanding and wisdom that surpasses all the carnality and fleshly wisdom of man. And that's when you really start seeing, you know, that... Uh, overcoming happen you know how many times you know if you read the uh, proverbs the wisdom is talking i guess in chapter eight and it says by me kings rule if you want to rule the, the what you need is wisdom wisdom is that thing that causes you to ha overcome everything that knowledge and understanding of the Christ. And I think many of us, we have to quit asking, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? And get us, get our heart and mind into the word of God. Meditate on the truth of God day and night. And let that desire be planted in us and have a hunger for it. Have Be hungry for the word, for the truth. And then we will be satisfied and we will receive the, you know, the desire that we had. So there's this verse in uh, uh, Psalm chapter 3 uh, that it says, um, it talks to the, so it talks to the sluggish man. I want to quickly see if I can find it. Um, maybe it's in chapter 6. It's, it's amazing. Um, yeah, chapter 6, verse 6. It says, go to the ant, you sluggard. So the word sluggard is the same word as lazy that we read in chapter 10. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Okay, so lazy man is not wise. Verse 7, which having no captain, overseer, or ruler, provides her supplies in the summer. So do you see the food here? It says, okay, take a look at the ant. Ant doesn't have captain, overseer, or ruler, but he, but the, she provides food for herself. Now look at that. And gathers her food in the harvest. So 
And they gather their food in the harvest because they know that there is going to be a time that the food might not, may, might not be there. And so they gather the food up for the harvest so that they can chew and, on and eat on when there is a winter. But now imagine you have a captain of your salvation. You have the overseer of your soul. You have a ruler, the Lord Jesus Christ. So how much more you must have a wisdom and understanding that you must gather food in the time of harvest, that you must keep planting the seed of the word of God into your heart so you don't go hungry so you don't let your soul go hungry in any seasons of life. Now, let me take you to verse uh, 15, um, chapter 15. And uh, let me just make sure that I have it correctly. Or maybe maybe it's 24. Sorry, I usually don't write my stuff. I just come and I trust the Holy Spirit. So now, yeah, verse 24. Sorry, chapter 24, verse 30 says, I went I went by the field of the lazy man. Here we go. And by the vineyard of the man void, void of understanding. Oh, here we go. So la lazy man is a man that is void of understanding. And there it was all overgrown as a thorn. Its surface was covered with nettles. Its stone, I hope I pronounced that word correctly, but its stone stone wall was broken down so it says okay i went to the field of the lazy man so what is the how does the field of the righteous man look like the righteous man like made the field ready sowed the seed watering it waiting for the time of harvest what, the, what about the lazy man doing none of those the field is filled with uh thorns with thorns and thistles right and and that's what is happening here so it says okay what is the field where do you sow as jesus brought the parable of the soil and seed your heart is the field that you sow the seed of the word of god all right i just want to encourage you guys to continue in, in sowing in the word of god working in the field of your heart taking out everything that has the root of bitterness or every like you know Think that is not of God from your heart and let the word of God be planted and produce life to your soul. Bless you guys. I hope this was helpful and I'll talk to you in the next episode.